It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Breakfast, available of course every morning on iHeartRadio, Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your podcasts from. So nice to get rid of Monday yesterday and up to another Tuesday morning. It is the 19th day of September. Would you believe just 97 days before Christmas hits us. And if you're thinking about buying before the end of the year, well, time is starting to slip away like sand between our fingers. And sometimes, you know, it just doesn't occur to someone until you say it out loud. And there will be somebody right now listening saying, really? Only 97 days before Christmas? But yes, Christmas is coming. So if you want to transact, you better start thinking about that. And this morning, despite a sharp rise in interest rates, the expected wave of distressed home sales, if you look at some of these commentators and you read some of what is being reported, it really hasn't materialised. Efforts to stay afloat, including cutting discretionary spending, renting out spare rooms, we've talked about that, and refinancing of loans have helped homeowners. And distressed property listings do vary by state to state, with Victoria and New South Wales experiencing pockets of weakness. And in fact, coming up this morning, we are talking to Christopher Ladley, a mortgage broker with Mortgage Choice in Elstonwick there in Melbourne. And good morning, Christopher. Welcome to the Real Estate Breakfast. Yeah, good morning, Craig. How are you today? Not too bad. Great to catch up. And first off, I've got to ask you, Elstonwick. I mean, I know Melbourne. I haven't actually heard of that pocket. Whereabouts is that? Yeah, uh, Elstonwick, or, or the Wick, as many locals call it, is an inner southeastern suburb in Melbourne, sort of nestled in between St Kilda and Caulfield. It's a great little part of the world. Ah, right. Yeah, know those two suburbs, obviously. So what do you think about uh, what I was just saying with regard to 97 days before Christmas? Somebody's heard that this morning and said, oh my goodness, that is close. Yeah, look, you're, you're spot on, Craig. Um, and before we know it, we, we get really, really busy with clients uh, in December just going, oh my God, I, I need a new home loan and I need it now. But of course, the, the time to start organising your finances and a home loan is now. There are lots of banks out there helping with arranging home loans and lots of brokers doing the same thing. Some of those lenders can do things really quickly and some of them cannot. So it's really important to be organised and to start talking to people now. Must be a bit of a nightmare, sort of a, a funnel that you get into, like we're the 19th day of September today, it won't be long before we're in October. In some regards, you know, you're you're not the ambulance at the cliff, but it's like, gee, I wish you guys had to come to me earlier when you're talking to your clients. Absolutely. The more organised, I, I just can't say it enough times, the more organised people are, it just makes a difference to the outcome because, of course, we have lenders that can act really quickly, but then you've got less choice of which loan or or product that you can you can have access to whereas if if you're having you know that initial chat with myself or or any of my colleagues now then you might have plenty of time up your sleeve so you know time to organize how much can i afford to borrow how much can i repay so that we're finding the right choices of lenders and loans not just hey this one can move quickly 
Yeah, all right. Well, that is Christopher giving you the the hurry along this morning. And we'll come back to Christopher in just a moment and talk all things mortgages next. We talk to some of the most influential figures in the real estate industry, from leading commentators to investors to real estate principals, only on The Real Estate Podcast. Well, CoreLogic tells us this morning that Australia's residential real estate market has seen a growing importance of the medium to high density sector, with units now comprising approximately 25.9% of the national housing stock, with 30.4% of capital city housing. And the shift, they say, is particularly pronounced in regions with limited land supply, like Sydney. Sydney, Melbourne and the ACT. Capital city units with a median value of around $637,000 of course are providing an affordable entry point for first-home buyers because that's around 30% cheaper than houses. And the National Housing Finance and Investment Corporation is predicting a national housing deficit of around 106,000 by 2027, with 59% of that shortfall expected in the unit market. So the unit market, the crunch is certainly on. Birthday calls if you're turning a year older for today, September the 18th, happy birthday. Jimmy Fallon is a year older. Celebrating with you, he's turning 48. You might remember Twiggy. She is turning 73. And the actor Jeremy Irons, he's 74. Whether you're a seasoned investor or a first-time buyer, know your property with us on The Real Estate Podcast. It's the main centre forecast. And around the country, let's forecast your weather today. And in Sydney, good morning to you. Looking pretty good as we look to the heavens. Sunny and blue skies. 33 degrees, a hot day for you. Melbourne, good morning to you. Expecting a mainly fine day with 27. Should be fine in Brisbane as well, 27. And cloudy, quite a lot of cloud in Perth today, dry conditions in your top of 20. Navigate the world of real estate like a pro with expert insights, opinions and trends to up your game and knowledge when buying your next property. And we are back on your Tuesday morning. I've got Christopher back with me and as we mentioned, the rise in interest rates and the expected wave of distressed home sales, that just hasn't really yet occurred distressed property listings we mentioned vary from state to state. I want to ask you, Christopher, how much help has actually come from banks that you are seeing? Yeah, look, really good question, Craig, and it varies a lot from bank to bank. Some banks have been really helpful throughout the process and and are offering our clients, you know, much lower revert rates. So the revert rate is, you know, you're you're falling off that fixed rate loan. Some banks are really competitive and really trying to help those those clients. Some banks probably not as much so. So it's really important to, you know, really have a, a good look at the at the total market. 
Yeah, and I've uh, talked to many mortgage brokers. You know, one of the the artful things, if I can put it like that, is the ability to listen and to listen correctly to the client because sometimes the client is talking and not always does the person sort of pick up on cues. So that's really important, isn't it? Listening to the client and then as a result of that whole listening, getting that structure right or in this case, particularly in the times that we live, restructuring. Absolutely spot on. Listening is, uh, you know, it, I mean, I know this sounds obvious, but it's such an important skill because by listening to our clients, sometimes we're just having long chats with our clients and, you know, asking the questions like, are you okay? You know, it's not just, hey, how's your home loan going, but are you okay? What's going on? And through listening, some some people are annoyed that their interest rate went up, so we find them a, a better deal. Or But some people might genuinely be feeling, you know, a bit of pain or a bit of discomfort. So we can talk a bit further about that and what that means. Because there's lots of, everybody's got lots of different options. So, you know, sometimes we might need to restructure a loan. So maybe change the loan term or obviously finding a lower interest rate is always a, a great goal. But but simple things like changing the structure of the loan or all that term, it can mean the difference between a, a home loan repayment that is affordable. And of course, extending a loan term is, is never ideal. You know, taking a, I don't know, a 25 year loan term, you know, rolling it back out to 30 years. That's not ideal in anybody's language. But if you ask the client, well, would you consider changing that loan term or do you want to be in a position where you can't afford the monthly repayment? And once you start having those conversations with somebody, the answer becomes pretty obvious pretty quickly. Mm. And there in Melbourne, as people have uh, rolled off these fixed rate loans into more expensive variable loans, how much chaos has there really been that you have observed, given the fact that there was all this uh, talk about, you know, this, this loan cliff that people were falling off to? How has that been sort of playing out over the last couple of months? I'm really quite fortunate in that I haven't really seen any distress sales at all. So, and um, and to be honest, that helps me sleep better at night. Um, I have had one client, um, but more so due to due to personal circumstances, he had to move overseas to the UK in the not ideal position. He literally halved his income and virtually doubled his ongoing living expenses in London. So we had a lot of long conversations um, at odd hours of the day and night. And at the end of the day, it just became apparent that he couldn't afford to keep the property back here, back at home. So, so he sold that property um, just to remove things. But, but other than that one example, yeah, I've been really fortunate to not have any distress sales. And I think part of that's just having lots of detailed conversations with clients up front. You know, the, the better the job that your broker does for you up front and making sure that you're you know, getting a home loan that you can't not afford, of course, that means that you're going to be okay when, when interest rates do change because, you know, as we know, they do change. Wow, well that kind of paints a bit of a picture in terms of your local area there around distressed properties. What about strengthening lending standards by the banks? Because we know that that's been going on. Obviously a prudent and wise undertaking by the banks. Has that been, do you think, a guardrail to preventing a bit of a surge in distressed sales that haven't really eventuated? Absolutely, because we need to remember that even though when interest rates were so low, you know, at sort of circa 2%, behind the scenes, banks were assessing those rates at, you know, they're always adding 3% to the buffer to the assessment rate. So that means that even with rates at 2%, they were assessing them at 5%. So now obviously where we've ended up due to all the unforeseen reserve bank rises in such quick succession is obviously we've ended up a little higher than 5%, but it really means that a lot of that hard work has been done up front to make sure that we're not putting people people into loans that they, they can't afford. 
lending standards are tougher these days. So there's there's more due diligence and a really high focus on on you know affordability. Ourselves and the banks are going into a lot of detail, analysing people's living expenses, looking at bank statements, looking at the living expenses, because no one wants to give someone a home loan that they can't afford. It's bad for them. It's bad for us. It's it's bad for everybody. Yeah, and I did note that the Australian Banking Association reported a record 650,000 mortgages worth around $376 billion were refinanced in the last financial year. So no doubt keeping you pretty busy there in your uh, little wee neck of the woods in Melbourne. Yes, um, absolutely. Uh, We love helping people purchase properties, but absolutely, you're spot on again. Over the last six to 12 months, we're doing a lot of home loan reviews for people, a lot of refinances. You know, one of the first things we do, of course, is, you know, go back to a client's existing bank and give them an opportunity to to become really competitive if, if maybe they've drifted out of the market. But I guess after you give a bank the opportunity to become competitive, if they don't want to be, then of course, there's competition out there and potentially better deals for those clients. So yeah, we've been really busy on the refines front. Well, good on you, Christopher. Thanks for joining us this morning and telling us a little bit about Elston Wick there in Melbourne. Enjoy your Tuesday. No doubt another busy day lined up. No, thank you, Craig. Thanks, thanks for your time. Cheers. Don't navigate the real estate market alone. Let us help guide you in the world of real estate every day. Make better informed decisions with the latest news and insights. Look, I don't see any more rate rises coming, Craig, but I also know that you you shouldn't bet your house on that. Uh, If you've got a mortgage, I would be planning for at least one more hike, if not two. You know, we're riding along on this wave of enthusiasm throughout the Sydney market, and there's a lot of stuff rumbling under the surface of the Sydney market that concerns me about giving people too much enthusiasm into the future. It doesn't mean we're going to have a property boom. Yeah, well, I think the RBA did get on with it with those largely unexpected back-to-back moves in May and June. They got the cash rate to a level 4.1%. I think they'd be pretty happy with how things are playing out. A big tick for the RBA on that. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast. 